Carlsbad, People, Purpose, and Impact, an essential podcast for those who live, work, visit, and play in Carlsbad. Good morning and welcome, everyone. My name is Brett Schonsenbach. I'm the president and CEO of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce, and I am your host today. And I'm excited to have with me Olivia Rutman. Did I say it right, Rutman? Yep. Yep, Olivia Rutman. She is the founder and CEO of Kids Care Finder. Good morning, Olivia. Thanks so much for having me, Brett. Great to have you. This is a fun story. I've been reading your backstory a little bit, and I'm really excited to kind of unpack this. So now, one thing I couldn't tell when I was digging in, it looks like you were born and raised in San Diego, yes? Yes, sir. Yeah, I was I was in El Cajon for the first few years, but that didn't last too long. We moved up to Rancho Bernardo, and that's really where I spent childhood. And then uh, ventured out to Temecula for a short few years, and sure. then now we've settled permanently back in Carlsbad. Nice. Good to have you. Welcome back. Um, and professionally, though, your career started in, well, I don't know if it started, but it took a long you know, track in the banking world with Wells Fargo. So yeah. talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, through my teenage years, I had restaurant jobs and lifeguard jobs and all that. But really, my first big girl job was working at the bank at 18 years old. I got a job as a part-time greeter at Wells Fargo. And interestingly enough, it was literally the week of the 2008 financial crisis. Oh, wow. So my first week in banking, it was one after another after another. And I was just this little teenager, like, what is going on? What did I just get into? Luckily, Wells Fargo actually came out pretty strong through all of that. But, you know, we had people waiting in the lobby for hours to oh, open man. accounts who were going from other banks. And so I was trying to entertain people, bring waters, oh, keep goodness. them, you know, uh, uh, patient while they had to wait. But, you know, it turned out to be a really great career. I, you know, excelled in the sales areas really quickly, and I ended up being the youngest branch manager in the whole region by 21. So I managed a couple in Scripps Ranch. I managed the branch there. And then in downtown La Jolla there on Gerard, I managed the branch for a while. And then about five years in, I had the opportunity to shift into commercial banking and work in the treasury management organization, which like you do is working with businesses. And so I really enjoyed that. And I learned a lot, a whole, you know, whole different skill set. And then the last seven years, I really spent on a sales enablement team, which was such fun work because, you know, a lot of what we do and, and what I'm doing now is helping solve a problem. And so we would look for different problems or weaknesses or pain points within the sales organization and come up with either tools or systems or processes or trainings that would really help address those. So there was a lot of fun and freedom. It was ever-changing. And I really feel like that foundation set me up really well to what I'm venturing out to do now. That's awesome. Man, what a welcome to the world of work that you had. Holy cow. (laughs) It was a little something. A little crazy. (laughs) But, uh, of course, over those 15 years of working for Wells, not only did your job at Wells morph and change, but your life changed and got married, had three beautiful boys. (laughs) They are so adorable. And um, tell us about navigating that as a working mom and how that led you to your inspiration. You know, it was just so different. It was like after having your firstborn, you go from, you know, really your life is centered around work to all of a sudden all of that is shaken up. And it's like you're in this constant tug of war between work and home life. And I was, you know, when I was even pregnant still, I was in a very heavy travel position. And Mm. so I was traveling all over the world pregnant and I was so sick and it was just 
no. miserable. And I was just like, man, this, you know, this isn't going to work for me anymore. And I will say there was a bit of a silver lining with COVID because then we were grounded for oh, a couple right. of years. So while my son was very young, I wasn't going off. And so that was really great. And then when things started to pick back up again, I started just having this like paralyzing fear of, you know, how am I going to do this? And at the same time, being in that search for childcare, I was very lucky in Temecula where we had a woman who who I loved and trusted, and she's actually now working for me at Kids Care Finder, uh, was watching my son. But when we moved to Carlsbad, we couldn't find anything. Mm. And COVID was like at its peak. And so childcare just really wasn't an option. And so, you know, we had a lot of unreliable nannies through, through COVID. And it was just a constant struggle. I was working from home, having now at this point two kids, very, very young home. Even with nannies there to help, it was still very stressful. And so finally... When we got to the point where I was on maternity leave with my third son and I was having to find new childcare options for my older two, I I mean, my whole first half of my leave was spent doing this. And I was so exhausted and frustrated. I felt so bad. Like, I have this new little baby here right. I'm not even paying attention to. He's just being schlepped around to tours and I'm on my phone all day. And it was just overwhelming. And I actually, you know, I had found finally a preschool that was a fit, but I had hit a wall with the second and I needed a home daycare, which are so challenging to find. Right. And I just ran out of places to call. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't, mm. I know there's got to be more out there, but I can't find them. And in a very frustrated, upset moment, I was like, this is impossible. There needs to be one place where parents can go, no matter what your needs are or how old your child is, where you can find what you need. And the next day I filed a business license and purchased a domain. I love it. So in in the midst of stumbling on a need, an unmet need, you decided to be the person to meet the need. I knew I wasn't alone, right? This is, yes. I mean, this is the fundamental challenge of working parents, right? Yeah. And And there's literally hundreds of thousands of parents that are forced out of the workforce every year because of this issue. So and they true. just either feel they can't afford it or they can't find a fit. And so it's, you know, it's, it's just so sad to see moms who, you know, really wanted to invest in their career or do something and just felt like they had no other option. Yeah. So we really want to try to help address that. And during COVID, the numbers were even higher. It was like three quarters of a million parents Oof. that were forced to stay home because they couldn't find a plan B. Well, and the the childcare availability stuff has shrunk, right, coming out of COVID. So tell everybody in our listening audience what Kids Care does. How does it work? Yeah, so Kids Care Finder is a website now. It'll be an app soon. We'll probably roll out the app in the fall. But it's really meant to be that one-stop shop place where parents can go to find any type of childcare, programs, extracurricular activities, or service providers for their children. So childcare, it could be sports and rec, it could be music, tutors. You know, even for our stay-at-home community, we've got mommy and me classes or daddy and me. Um, and we've got, you know, toddler fun categories. You know, it's really that place where every time they have a new need, you can keep coming back and, and find it there. And there'll be a number of filters that parents can use where they can filter it way down to put in their criteria, the age of their child, their scheduling needs, you know, specific experience they require, and just find the ones that would fit for their family. This is very cool. So we're going to kind of dive in and unpack this a little bit. So we're going to take a quick pause. We're talking to Olivia Rutman, the founder and CEO of Kids Care Finder. And when we come back, we will be unpacking some of those individual interesting things that she just shared. Stay with us. 
So Olivia, before we took a break, we were talking about, you know, your life and how it led you to find this this gap in the market and and as a parent, the frustration you went through. And so you're creating this this new resource for parents, like a one-stop shop to find all these things. And we were talking earlier this week at a ribbon cutting when we were launching your <laughs> your business. And you were saying that um, some people that you've run across are literally finding babysitters, care providers through Facebook. Yes, I cringe and I know the yeah, audience can't too. see me cringing. But <laughs> and and you know the saddest thing is I've done it myself. Oh. Okay. And and it's when you get into that point of desperation where you feel like you don't know what to do and you don't have an option, then some of your judgment slowly starts yeah. to trickle down and you think, well, other people are doing this. There's like some groups out there. Maybe I should give it a shot. And you're so caught up in, you know, the the frantic state of of the searching and, and not knowing what to do that you really forget, like, this is my baby I'm talking yeah. about and this is somebody I'm going to leave them in my care with. And I think I was fortunate enough that in most instances, I was home as well. Sure. Um, but there were times where I did have to leave and step out of the house and you just don't know. And I'll be honest, you know, even if the person, you know, wasn't crazy, I just the reliability factor, not having reviews to know, are these people going to up and quit on right. you with no notice? What is their game plan? Are they just looking for like a, a you know job for a couple weeks to pay some bills, move on to the next thing, right? There's really nothing there to help you vet. And it's, it's just so scary. And so many parents are resorting to that because they just don't feel they have any other means. Yeah. When you're looking for childcare, you're not looking for a gig economy person. <laughs> you want somebody who's <laughs> diving in. So- yeah. Right before our break, you were sharing some of the width and breadth of the site that you guys have planned, which is very exciting. So preschools, daycare centers, in-home daycare, which you mentioned was yeah. something you were seeking out. Um, private schools, nannies, nanny share. I don't even know what a nanny share is. What does that mean? Nanny share is this really great like gem that a lot of people don't necessarily know about or consider. And you know, there's there's some sites out there that help you find caregivers, and I'm just shocked that they no one's figured this out yet. But it's a way to connect families in the local community. So say I live in Aviara, right? And I could find another family in my area with a similar age child, and we could do a nanny share together. And really what that means is we share the nanny. They could either do one house or the other or split the time between the two, but they watch the two babies at once and we split the costs. Nice. Because most nannies don't charge much more for two kids, maybe a little bit, right? But it's it's not double or anything. Right. So it really, it's a really a win-win because the nannies end up making a little more money. They get usually a little more consistent hours, full-time schedule, and then the families can split it and the babies have a little buddy to play with. So nice. it's a really cool way, especially with infant care being such a challenge. And, you know, the state has limitations on how many infants the licensed providers can have. It can be an amazing option and just not every family can afford a full-time private nanny. So it's a great way to share that cost with another family. That's very cool. So some of these places like that you're that you're going to be a resource for, like a preschool or a daycare center, I mean, they're existing businesses and you can get them listed on your site, I would assume. How do you find these private nannies? And and so and and what if somebody listening here is in this category? Like I'm a nanny and I want to let people know I exist or I have a preschool that I want to make sure is on your site. How does all that come together? So it will be a little bit category specific, but here's how it'll kind of look. So 
you know, here coming up on 7-7, right, is when we're going to do our soft launch where for our first four categories, we'll start kind of, we'll break it up kind of two and two. So we're able to pull lists of all the licensed providers from the state. So all of the, the daycare centers and preschools will be our first two. So we have lists ready to go of everyone in the county that falls into that category, and we'll be personally reaching out to them to get them to sign up. They actually go onto the website, go to become a provider, and you can fill out the questionnaire and sign up that way. The licensed providers will go through a license verification process, and then every year we'll check that their license is active and in good standing with the state. Nice. If it's an unlicensed provider, then what they'll do, same thing, they'll go through become a provider and select their category. They'll have to clear a basic background check to be able to be on the site, basically meaning they haven't committed any serious or violent crimes. Um, And that will clear them to be on, and they'll receive a badge that says they've cleared that check. If they're on the site and they don't have that badge, it means they haven't committed any severe crimes, but there may be a couple of minor things that a parent might want to review before hiring. Um, Parents can request a copy of that background check, or they'll have four options to run a more in-depth one, especially if someone might be driving your kids alone with them for longer periods. You know, you'll be able to get the motor vehicle records, the county records, and things like that, and that'll be at the parent's discretion. Awesome. Wow, that is extremely thorough, and I know... I can tell, like, you're thinking through this from your own perspective. What would you have liked to have known? What would you like to have access to? Now, how does it all work in terms of uh, the business model? Like, are these centers, you know, paying you a little bit to be listed? Or does a user pay something? Or how does it all work? So the providers will have three account options they can pick from. A free account would allow them to appear in search results so that parents know that they're out there, but they wouldn't get all of the full functionality of the site. Our paid accounts are very, very inexpensive for providers. Our goal is really, you know, to get all providers in one place. So we don't want a few people paying a lot. We want a whole bunch of people, hopefully all of them paying a very small fee. And what they get with that is they get their own customized provider page where they can link to their own website. They'll be able to uh, write a free-form description about their program, even upload upload a little introductory video so you can kind of get a feel for their program. Um, They'll be able to have a page where parents can leave reviews. You know, they'll get access to all of our great unique actions of the site. So they'll, you know, certain providers will be able to keep a wait list on there. They'll be able to accept online applications. And then daycares and preschools can do online enrollment, which for those of you who know, is a ton of mm. tedious yes. manual paperwork that can all be autofilled and done electronically through the site. So for a very small fee, they'll get all that. Um, but one really big competitive advantage of us is we do not charge the families a fee to use the platform. That's fantastic. So I like to um, the diversity you have because, you know, we've been talking about the the child care providing stuff and, and you mentioned this a little bit, but you also have other things. Um, summer camps. I really was like excited about music teachers, tutors, stuff like that. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny. I've been really hearing and feeling the summer camp pain right now that the parents are going through going into summer. I have people who are just coming over almost in tears, just overwhelmed, saying they cannot figure out the summer camp. So unfortunately, we'll be a little late for summer camps this year, but you have my full commitment that by next spring that will be rolled out and ready to go. So yeah, these other categories, you know, especially for working parents, what I've heard is this can be equally as painful, if not even more so than the childcare piece, because, you know, 95% of what's out there for extracurriculars are like Monday through Friday at 10, 11 a.m. in the morning. So how are we, you know, working parents supposed to work with that? So to be able to find programs that are in the evenings, that are on weekends, it can take 
40 different phone calls, to, especially if you have toddlers, to figure out, okay, first of all, can you take a toddler? Second of all, do you have anything in the evenings and weekends? And third, do you have space? Yeah. Right. So, you know, with our site, you won't have to make any of those calls. You'll be able to filter by if they have space available, if they can accommodate your child's age. And if you want something on, you know, if you want soccer on Wednesday nights or if you want dance on Saturdays or if you want music on Monday nights, right, you'll be able to filter by all of that. So you'll just see the ones that can accommodate your schedule, your needs, and then maybe you're only reaching out to a couple places instead of dozens. Nice. Very nice. I also saw a couple things, a couple other things that, and again, you've touched on them, but I want to have you explain them a little more in depth. Um, special needs programs. Yeah, so we'll have a whole category designated as special needs. And, you know, it'll really range depending on on the child. But, you know, there are some really basic and simple and common ones like speech therapy, right? Yes. I know a ton of toddlers who will have to go to speech therapy for a certain period of time. And parents have to do the same hunting, you know, battle of trying to figure out, okay, they go to school in these two days. We have these activities on these days. I need something on this day. And again, you can't filter by that, right? Through a blank Google search. So you right. have to call and call and call to find something like that. So that's just a very common example. But we'll have, you know, more complex therapeutic services and providers. We'll have things like respite care. So there'll really be, you know, a, a very broad range of things that that will cover. But really any type of kind of uh, special, whether it be temporary or long-term need that a child may have, you know, we're hoping to be able to solve for in that category. Awesome. And then the um, parents and me classes. Yes, that one I'm so excited for. I would have loved to have that while I was on maternity yeah. leave with my littles because it's just a great way to kind of get out and do something together. I mean, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, whether you're on leave, you know, we've even we've got a growing stay-at-home dad community too. Sometimes you just feel a little bit kind of stuffy when you're kind of stuck in the house all day and and trying to find people you can get out and socialize with is challenging if they don't have kids of a similar age, right? So yeah. the parent and me category, you can really find whether it be a work out class, whether it be a walk, whether it be a park play date, something like that. Um, but there's there's options out there. But again, they're they're hard to find. You kind of have to know somebody who knows something about when to get in. And so this way, same thing, you can filter by if you're home with your child on Tuesdays and Thursdays and you want a, a parent and me program on those days, then you can filter by that and find something in your area and get out and make some new friends. That's awesome. Sounds like so much fun. So many great resources. So I'll give you one to add for next spring. Right. It's already too late for the summer, but next spring. So, you know, as you're looking to make your platform even more robust, have a little button for uh, vacation Bible schools. So all the different schools, because there's there you go. so many ones all over the place and which ones fit the dates you're looking for and, you know, whatever. But uh, no, that's great. Um, this just seems like it's going to be a home run. And I'm very excited for you guys to roll it out. Great to have you back in Carlsbad. Yes, we are happy to be here and we will be staying. So thanks for running our local chamber. <laughs> Absolutely. Is there anything we missed, though? I don't want to cut you off because I know there's a lot to it. And and it's launching this month in July. And, of course, by the time this podcast gets released, you know, and people hear it, you'll be fully up and running. Yeah, so that's we'll great. Be, our soft launch will be 7-7. Seven, seven. So really what our soft launch is, is, you know, people can go to the site. Users can create a free account, kind of check it out. But that's really like our active adding provider time. So throughout July. July is when we'll be doing that provider outreach to get people on the site. So come August 1st, when you go in there and do a search, all those local providers will already be in there. 
Um, as far as other categories, you know, we'll have over 30, so it's hard to list them all. But think of, when you think of service providers, think of things like pediatricians, pediatric nice. dentists, mental health support for kids, where you can filter by your insurance, their schedule, what they might specialize in. Things like birthday it. parties, the birthday party category Ooh. alone. I mean, if you need a bubble person, if you need a balloon guy, if you need a yes. dessert, you know, specialty desserts, there's so many things within that, that category alone where you could filter down and just quickly find the things you need for a party. So just anything that could save the, the family's time when it comes to, you know, services, programs, activities, and care for their kids, we'll, we'll have you covered. That's awesome. And you mentioned right at the beginning or, or close to the beginning when you had your inspiration, you went out and grabbed that URL, but we haven't shared what it is. So what is that URL? Kidscarefinder.com. Kidscarefinder.com. <laughs> super simple, super easy. And it's going to cover like, I guess right now, is it, it's going to be all San Diego County? So the whole county, yeah, we'll soft launch on 7-7 with those first few categories. So our first four categories will be preschool, daycare center, in-home daycare, and private school. So that's really what we're looking to do. And we'll be looking to expand those into as many counties as we can by fall, since they see a very wow. heavy enrollment time in the fall. And then throughout the fall, our next three categories will be babysitter, nanny, and nanny share. So those will all drop together in the early fall. And then we'll just keep adding probably two, three, maybe four at a time, depending on the category throughout the next years straight, probably. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to come and share with us. We're very excited about this uh, launch, both from the business side, but also from the service side. What you're providing is phenomenal. Well, thank you, Brad. I, I love being a part of the local chamber here. Everyone's been so great. And I appreciate you having me on. It's great to have you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on our Carlsbad People, Purpose and Impact podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please hit the follow button on wherever you get your audio. And please tell a friend. We would love to hear your feedback, which you can share at carlsbadpodcast.com. You can leave us a review, ask a question, or leave an audio comment, which we can play on the show in the future. And that's all we have for today. Can't wait to see you next time on Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact. And remember, share some kindness today. It's free creates goodwill and makes you feel great.